What's up everyone? Welcome to Hidden Power. I'm Dusty Go-Goat. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold over 10 million units in their first three days. Today we've got Lumios Post. Hey guys. And Soul Silver Art. What's up, what's up? Hidden Power is a Pokemon podcast. This is our third episode zero, Scarlet and Violet. We're about two weeks post release. I said this last time, but I beat the game, so I'm boring. I've been working on getting the Ruinous Quartet, and I have been able to catch all four now, and okay. I even just perfected, so like got his IVs, EVs, all that done um, with Chi Yu, so that was fun. Wow. Jeez, yeah. I, I've, I've, I'm still collecting those uh, those ruins. I, I, I keep right. finding them random, like random ones all over the place. I haven't unlocked any of them yet. Um, They're so fun. I love them. I mean, that's, you know, I, I love that the legendaries, I think I mentioned this before, but I, I love that the legendaries are no longer walking to a cave and there it is. You know, there's something you you got to work for them. Some of them are really hard to find. Mm. Soul, how far are you into Scarlet and Violet? Are you playing Violet? I'm playing Violet, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I've been dealing with Violet versus Scarlet things recently too, so that's funny. Um but yes, I am not much farther than the last time that we spoke. I am just taking my time with all of it. Um, I beat two gyms and two titans, so I'm just like kind of at the early stages. Lumi actually sent me over, sent over to me a um, like list of all of the levels of each of the like titans, bosses, whatever you want to call them, gyms. And so I'm just been following that, which is kind of how I did mine. Yep, I'm yeah. glad that came in handy for you. Yeah, the Titans. I forget. Do the Titans show the level when you battle them? No, they don't. But there's like a general, like it, there's like a hidden level behind yeah, it. Well, I don't know how people figured it out, but you can catch them afterwards. Some of them, at least, like you can kind of go to around the area where you battled them. And they'll be like they'll just be you know it's them because they'll just be standing there. Mm. Um, they're no longer Titan sized, but they're the biggest size that that Pokemon can be, other than Ooh, Titan cool. size. And like if you catch them, they even have the special mark where it'll say like Cloth the former Titan. Oh, dude, I need to go do that. Yeah, I love that <laughs> so much. I really uh, need to do that. I gotta check. I know I it's like a... that for at least uh, Cloth and. Orthworm. I don't know about the others, though. I think people have said that Great Tusk, just after you've beaten the Titan, you can find... They're like a really rare spawn, but Great Tusk is found yeah. in Asado Desert. Maybe or Iron Treads, depending on the version. Alright. Well, so I have... I have now also joined the ranks. I've beaten the game. I'm about 65 hours in. Um, I, I, I mean, we'll get into it in this episode, but I definitely have... Um, started to look at Scarlet and Violet a lot differently than I did when I was in the middle of the game. We'll get into that later. Um, the Pokemon that are still on my team, Serilege, um, Skeledurge, Baxcalibur, Great Tusk, and I also caught a Shiny Jumpluff in Area Zero. Uh, I love how all those are so ago. fierce and then Jumpluff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. Here, for the viewers, I'll show you. Uh, here, I'll do one of these. Nice. There's the, there's the Jumpluff. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with this game. Uh, I think, so the big news that we're recording this two weeks after Scarlet and Violet have come out, uh, both of you guys did have birthdays. Maybe we, I don't mean, we didn't get into that, but it's felt like a very momentous week. And, um, and happy birthday week. Yeah. Right? yeah. Happy birthday week. <laughs> but, but then also the new headline was that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold over 10 million units 
in their first three days, um, which is a Nintendo record, but I think that has to also be a Pokemon record. Um, and it's, I mean, 10 million units, guys. Like, this is like, that is almost as much as some other games in their entire life, like other Pokemon games have sold in their entire lifespan. Um, do you guys have any hot takes about this right off the bat? First off, I am curious if just because it's also a very anticipated game, I'm very excited for when, uh, I keep wanting to call it Breath of the Wild 2, what is it, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Um, when that comes out, I'm curious if that will match this, how close it'll be to it, if it'll beat it. You know, that's this Breath yeah. of the Wild. Was that the previous record? Was Breath of the Wild? I'm going to look it up right now. I but. don't think it'll compete. I don't know. It will compete. Yes, it will compete. But I don't think it will top it. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. It looks like total, I know, like, it looks like total copies sold is for Breath of the Wild is 27 million. That's lifespan. That's like the entire lifespan of the game. Um, we just that's 10 million in 3 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of wild. Yeah. I'm looking and, at And you know there's going to be a bump in the like in a couple weeks with with the Christmas. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm looking at past games and if this is correct, like Pokemon Black and White sold pif- 15.64 million units yeah. and this game in 3 days in its lifetime. And then this game has sold 10 million in three days. Yeah. That's not imagine they're going to get a big buff in December for Christmas sales. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's totally insane. (laughs) So so then the narrative has always been like, um, you know, Pokemon will put out a third version and it'll sell marginally less than, than the, the original two versions. And what people will always say is like, okay, well it didn't sell enough. Therefore, they're not going to make more games like this. Or, yeah, or a, or a new generation will come out, not sell very much, right? I feel like this is mostly during the – this is mostly during, like, the DS era. There's been a huge resurgence with Pokemon since Pokemon Go in 2016. Uh, so I feel like that hasn't been such a big issue. Also, all of these new Pokemon games have been on the Nintendo Switch, which, again, has a huge user base, right? There are people who want to play Switch games, especially Pokemon. Um and it's just interesting to see that, like, this, the first Pokemon game that has come out that has actually felt like, I guess BDSP is the first game, Pokemon game that's come out that's, like, been buggy. But this is, like, a brand new Pokemon game, and we all know how buggy it is and how unfinished it feels and unpolished, and it's it just doesn't feel complete. Um, and somehow this is, like, the best-selling Pokemon game so far, in the first three days at least, Right. Um, yeah. So the conversation yeah. I think what we want to discuss today is like, is like, I don't know, like how, how is Pokemon gonna, how how are they gonna pivot with this, right? Are they gonna continue? I mean, I think they're definitely gonna, I think they're gonna continue to make games at as high of a as quick of a rate as they have been, right? Because there's agree. clearly no problem um, yeah. when it comes to the money. Definitely. Yeah. No, I agree. I you know and just. I guess what we can hope for is because for the record for me like the the visual glitches like frame rate issues and all that like obviously I would want them to be fixed like in a perfect world but they are not something that has remotely hindered the game experience for me uh you know I know some people it has and that's totally fair but like for me it's just that's not what I care about I've played Pokemon and I really only play Pokemon I don't play Zelda I don't play you know 
Xenoblade or any of that. So to me, this looks like one of the most beautiful video games I've ever seen because I've only played Pokemon. That's but, fair. I, I kind of fall into that same boat. Like a lot of people right. will compare, you know, various games, and I'm like, I I don't. The best like game Zeno I've Blade. ever played is Skyrim, and that's from 2011, and it looks like that. <laughs> right. So, like, Xenoblade is the that. one You're right that I've seen, compla- I've seen people compare Xenoblade to it a lot, and it's just like, you know, yeah, that does look really good, and I'd love it if it looked like that. You know what? I'm fine with this. The only bug that, like, for me is, like, you know, you, you have to get rid of this is mm. the game crashing thing. I know that I don't... Dusty, I don't think you've experienced it. I know, Soul, you said you haven't, but, uh, it's happened to me seven times, and it has happened to my wife uh, three or four times. And yeah. That is, I mean, that's something that has to be fixed. Like, that's, your game can't crash seven times. Yeah, it's like I told you in our chat, actually, for all the listeners out there as well, there's like a, a little hack to it that if you move your your save data, if you have it on an SD card, and you move it to your actual console, basically, it might fix that problem. I mean, it's dumb that you have to make workarounds like this, but if it works, it works. I've seen that buzzing around the internet, and I've also heard that while it does help, it's, like, so small that it might not even be an issue. The other thing that I heard was, like, if if you play the game for six hours, that's when problems start occurring. Um, But I would say that lines up. Yeah, but there are some people who like only play like an hour or so, shut it off, and haven't had any experience, haven't had any issues. However, oh, you mean like you mean you mean like from? I thought you meant once you have six hours on your save file. No, no. then yeah, no, it it ain't like that for me. I picked it up yesterday, and after twenty minutes, it busted out. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. So that's uh, there's a lot of anecdotal, you know, advice solutions. Do you guys think we're actually going to get a patch? People keep talking about a patch. I mean, we have gotten patches in the past. Yeah, so I, I do. I do think we're going to get one. I've heard things from certain people, and I think that it might be coming okay. eventually. I don't, you know, like timelines with Game Freak is crazy. I mean, they haven't even like said anything about this game since it released. Yeah, it's kind of blowing there, my mind, but it's also not been that that long. There's usually an update uh, for the game once they um, patch in uh, home compatibility. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tack it on with that. I know that is a kind of grueling wait because that's supposed that's to be that's a long wait. Twenty twenty three, but I mean, it, you know, it is like what you said, Soul. I mean, that's sometimes that's Game Freak's timelines, you know. Absolutely, because they're they're already working on the new games. Like no right. doubt, they already are like, all right, that one's in the books. Let's keep going, and then they Gen Ten's like... being worked on yeah. right now. Like that's yeah. a wild thought that we like only what two or two weeks ago the game came out so about three weeks ago was when we for the first time saw Miascarada, Skeleturge, and Quackwavel and right now someone has drawn them up and they are probably making the models for whatever the Gen 10 final evolutions are you know that's just a crazy thought yeah. wow that's real though right pretty much confirmed as they've done it with like every game basically forever so yep. Gen 10's in China <laughs> I don't know about that one. But we can get into there, that another there are time. A lot of, yeah, there are a lot of interesting like hints. Like I was reading the Copperaja um, Dex entry, and then they obviously we know Copperaja was from like supposed to be from like another region. That's in the Dex entry for like in the Galar Dex, but they say it even again in Paldea that it was imported to Paldea from a faraway region. Um, so again, I'm just like you know that's not China, but 
everyone thinks, and our India, right? Yeah, everyone's assuming India. It's just kind of interesting that like you know they're just dropping these little these little flakes. Yeah. And you know what? Another thing that we've talked about is like how how Scarlet and Violet, you know, soul. This was like our pet theory with really no evidence that um, that Scarlet and Violet in Generation Nine would last four years in order for the thirtieth Pokemon anniversary to line up with um, with Generation Ten. That was the that was like yes. just our kind of our pet theory, and I think it all the the second layer of not even evidence, but just our second hunch was that like you know Gen Nine is a big game, and we want them to take their time with Generation Ten, and um, I, I don't know, I I think it, it's a little concerning now to think that as buggy as this game is and this engine is, right? They're gonna be they're gonna be building new games off of this engine. Um, is that really what we want, right? Do I actually want Gen 10 a lot sooner now? I mean, um, I do. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do, but at the same time, I like. I really believe the whole like four years to Gen 10 thing, 30th anniversary. Like, yeah. it's not just was a theory. It's a big theory for me right now. It's sad I to think about. Disagree. Yeah, I you think? think. I think that they will do uh, Gen 10 on 29th anniversary you know so it's still your classic three years and this is this is my bold prediction this is going to be my tinfoil hat you know just not gonna come true theory but i'm going to hold on to it until it's disproven i I think in the 30th year anniversary they'll do you know because it'll be the year after gen 10's released they will drop dlc for gen 10 and i do think that it will through the different dlcs whether it's two acts like uh, Sword and Shield, or if it's three, whatever, I think they will bring back all the Pokemon and do a national dex, at least for Gen 10. I don't know, man. Bold. Yeah, for the 30th. My main issue with that, someone was someone left a comment yesterday on a video about that, and the, my main issue with that is, like, we are finally, I feel like most fans are finally at the acceptance phase of national dex. Yeah, And they would true. just be shooting themselves in the foot to actually just, like, go back on that. Give us what we actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to reintroduce yeah. that pain. Um, I, I, I 100% agree, but for a counterpoint, I want you to look at the marketing cycle for Scarlet and Violet and tell me what is sensible about Game Freak when it comes to marketing and appealing to the fans. I'm yeah. glad we got here, actually, because this is, like, kind of still, like, circles back to... Um, them selling 10 million copies in three days like the marketing i feel like the way that they did it the marketing was not great in my opinion a, a lot of people loved it i did not but like the selling point of it just being open world is how they got that many yeah sales, i think it I'm was leaks sure. i think it was it, leaks that, that's definitely possible too i, yeah. I mean i mean and not just part. like not just leaks in terms of like you know actually knowing all the Pokemon like we knew the starters evolutions, uh, like at least their typings like way back in what I mean like June or something. It was a long time earlier, ago. yeah, right. May. And then and then like we even saw uh, you know actual not game footage but game pictures you know with like Pomet and stuff uh, mm-hmm. because of um, you know that one leaker actually posted images and so I. I think it was not only that, but also just the details they gave us, like, you know, hearing, oh, there's going to be these, you know, 
Pokemon that look like Pokemon that exist now, but are going to be called paradoxes. Yeah. And like, you know, and I think the mystery surrounding that, cause like there were reports that they were just Pokemon from imagination. There were po- reports that they were, you know, ancient or future forms. There were reports that they were like, I don't know. There, there were other things that people like pushing time through them and stuff. So all of that combined, I think just created a huge cloud of mist over these games that people wanted to figure out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's definitely a big part of it. I think, um, I think it's also undeniable that like in, in our modern, in our modern society in media, um, I think it's undeniable that like any sort of controversy can be used to sell, uh, and cause more attention to whatever, you know, whatever the product is. And I think at least from my perspective and, you know, I understand that the world is huge and there's a lot of people who don't actually know about the leaks, but I do feel like what the leaks did, um, in contrast to how little that the Pokemon company showed about Scarlet and Violet, I, I personally felt a great, like, divide in the community. I felt like this was a smaller version of national decks, right? It was, it was less people outraged together and it was more people, um, just like, there was like a lot of infighting for me i don't mean this is maybe silly because it's pokemon but it really does remind me of like just like the infighting of like politics it's so stupid no it's it's really good that you like i've drew that uh analogy because that is exactly what it's like even though like you said it's over pokemon that is how i mean think about the national decks thing people actually made like little campaign posters and we're actually <laughs> posting them under like you know i i think of the one where it's you know gloria uh from sword and shield like shouting oh, or whatever and like yeah. they they like it looked like a, a it looked like a political poster like yeah. it looked like a revolution call or something but like yeah. it, it really is it did become like a political thing just in the realm of pokemon, pokemon. politics right Ticks, if it's you will. Po- it's Pokemon <laughs> politics. I can't Here, believe this it. it. This is the wrong one, but... Yes, this that's is... it. Yep. Yeah. It, it said bring back national decks instead of no more Kanto. But yeah, I mean, it was. I'd be careful scrolling through Gloria art. Yeah, art sorry, yeah. sorry. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Alright. <laughs> but yeah, I it the leaks and that, that whole like topic of people being split on them i definitely i can see it it's just it's like you said it's kind of dumb to like argue about or whatever and it is people's opinions like somebody has this view and somebody has that view and it's okay the thing that my i just want to i like i don't understand the true impact like i don't know how wide the impact actually is of the leaks because we obviously spend a lot of time in the league community it's like our bread and butter um, but I think, uh, I think, I don't know. I wonder, I, there are the people who have leaked for the last three years, there has been people who have leaked the entirety of these Pokemon games, right? Obviously, you know, and, and they've even suggested that they know everything about generation 10 and generation 11, which are obviously, like we said, in development, those Pokemon generations are in development, right? This, you know, Pokemon TPCI has a 10 year plan, um, but to think that like this person is just out spreading information and seemingly untouchable or unnoticed by the Pokemon company, like I think I don't know, like be- that just feels like that like maybe the the Pokemon company knows something or is well, okay with this in some way. It's because I think it's I think that this uh, leak cycle for this game 
shows exactly what it is. And, you know, Kayla's Capsule, who is a friend of ours, you know, she did a uh, really great video on kind of uh, leaks perception on, like, by fans and kind of how it can affect sales. And the thing is, you, you said we've had a leaker leaking the last, like, three games. But the truth is, he didn't leak entirely everything. He riddled stuff about these games that was just enough to get us excited without yes. making us... You know, it's like if if I tell you, hey, Avengers Endgame is going to have time travel and it's going to be really cool. That's one thing. But if I tell you, hey, Avengers Endgame ends with Tony snapping the gauntlet and he dies, I've given you the ending. You have less interest from it. Whoa. You know? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Major spoiler. It's, it has been years. You should have all seen it by now. Tony, it was a cultural no. phenomenon. But anyway, uh, Tony, Tony, I, I, this yeah, guy, like, Mr. Stark, new, I don't feel too good. <laughs> the new leaker uh, we have, he doesn't do that. He he literally just point blank gave everything. And like yeah. you could ask him, hey, will this be in this game? No. I mean, he was straight up telling you what mons were and weren't in the decks. And like, I, so I think what's most important all of it is within that, a span of two weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. what's most important is that like these people know the information. Not necessarily that they give us all of the information, because I think the riddles are good. We've talked about this. Like, the riddles are good, and that is essentially, like, better than a trailer, because it gives us something to talk about for multiple weeks, you know, sometimes multiple months. Um, but I think the fact that there's people giving out information that know, undeniably at this point, know everything about the games. They know about it. Whether or not they share it with us is a different thing. Um, I, I, I have... I'm, like, at the point where I... I almost totally believe that the Pokemon company knows about this, has sanctioned it. Absolutely do. And 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 I'm like, it must be part of their their marketing rollout, right? I see. I, I don't think they mind with... the riddles. I yeah, don't think I don't... they mind the riddles. But yeah. the the guy who actually leaked images of their game, they clearly did. I mean, he he later you know posted that their entire screens are covered with coding now. Like he couldn't get a picture if he wanted to. Yeah. It's very, very true. The I can't agree that like they sanctioned it and that they, like, he's like working for them or anything. I think that they just see it. They definitely know about it, and they just are like the riddles really don't hurt. Just like Lumi was just saying, like the, it's just anticipation. It's just like almost like trailers in themselves for the people that are actually following it. It's yeah. not anything that gives away too much. It's just. Enough. I mean, even the Pokemon Company practices and the riddling game themselves i mean think about like the grafii reveal how they first just posted like paint on these trees and we're like hey what's this and then they posted silhouettes and they're like yeah it's called grafii and it like built up to the reveal and then even like with iron treads and great tusk they didn't do like an official full-on reveal for them sure. like we didn't really see them in game we just kind of saw that one image of like the side of them and then like the picture of them in the book yeah. they like to do that themselves because they know that sells They've been doing it a lot more. Like, actually, it's hilarious because they're, like, just taking riddles, like, the whole riddle, uh, what's the culture, let's say, and just trying to apply it to, to like, their marketing, which is hilarious. It's been great. I, yeah. I love it. I just wish there was more of it, you know? Not that they didn't like, do it in the past, too. They've always done right. it. But just to this extent. Right. I just, yeah, I think that they should kind of tweak how they do it. For one, more often. And for two, some of their choices were just a little weird. Like, I remember everyone hated, uh, what's her name? I Iono or something like that. I don't know. It sounds like I'm saying I don't know, but no, that's her name. He's supposed um, to, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. she, in her stream, you know, she was like, what's this Pokemon? And you'll find out in two days. Yeah. And that yeah, was super suck. aggravating. 
Whereas oh. she could have just, what's this Pokemon? And then, like, they put up, like, a 30-minute timer. Because the thing was, they were telling us to guess the Pokemon. We can't guess the Pokemon. You haven't revealed it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, Unless that was for the Leaks great. community. Yeah. Like, maybe that <laughs> I was, like, a subtle... So that's the part of the official rollout and, and marketing that I did enjoy. I did, I did like, all those, like, fun little things. I don't think they let it sit long enough. Like, they give us a hint, and then within 12 hours, we find out what it is. I think so it's you think it didn't sit long enough. I think they let it sit too long. No, because, like, what do the Riddlers do? They give us a riddle, and then we're thinking about that a month from now, right? But they're more complex riddles. These are a little different. Like, like with the uh, Bella Bolt reveal, I, they I straight think... up said it's squishy, it's electric type, and it's <laughs> um kind of cute. And I think it even said, like, it has something that looks like eyes, but it's not its eyes. So and, like, I The think... whole thing with that is how would we know? We've never seen it. Yeah, no, you're no, you are right about that. Like they could have given us more information, but still more time to digest the more information. The way I, the what I witnessed is every single official piece of marketing that riddled something. Um, our first instinct was, oh, we know about what the we know what the dex is from the from the leaker, so it's gonna be this one, right? But if True. we didn't know that, if we didn't actually know what the leaks were, and they said, and they were just showing us bullseyes all over these trees, like. Fake mon artists would be going crazy, uh, thinking true. of new concepts. We'd all be like, "Well, what is this?" And then someone would, you know, someone like Loxton would be like, "Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, you know, this type of animal, the eye eye uses bugs to make things, so maybe it's an eye eye, or or whatever." You know, there's, I'm sure there's a ton of animals they could have chosen from. Um, so I think. I remember, people were saying who didn't keep up with links leaks. They were saying, uh, "How Dan Smeargle." Yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. Too. And I knew that it wasn't, but I love that people went right. there. Yeah. I, I, this is a huge topic, a huge, like, other topic. And this has nothing to do with riddles and all of that. It has to do with the big leaks that came this, this year. And I was going to say earlier that I think these are the most leaked, like, actually leaked games yeah. oh, heck in yeah. all of Pokemon history. And it's, oh, it yeah. was a ridiculous thing. Like, I, I'm trying to think of, like, themes for other, like, hype cycles or pre-game cycles but this one the theme for this one is just like leaks happened you know like right. so gen, gen 8 was probably you know the national decks but this was leaks and anyway the whole topic of like how we knew everything because of this leaker like just made all of those promos like bad <laughs> yeah. because because everyone knew not because like I would say, not because I personally knew, or maybe some a few people knew, it would have been okay. But th when the general, like a big majority, or like the public, yeah, just knows what it is, it just sucks because nobody's guessing, nobody's speculating. There's only a, a a little side, like part of people over there that are doing it. So yeah. I also really... think I also think like I was, we were all frustrated with the 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 like the lack of reveals that we got in the last nine months like we were all like why are they you know they've only shown us 10 pokemon why like it took such there's a hundred more right like but once september happened they did it weekly but like they waited it wasn't and they always wait till june but then they drop one in june and then they waited till august you know yeah. so there's nothing was the rest killer. of june and then july that was awful yeah, yeah. It, was, it was bad. I, so what I want to say is like that was aggravating in the moment because we had so much anticipation and there was other real information coming from other sources other than Game Freak, right? Um, but once I actually got 
a hold of Scarlet and Violet and played through it. Um, even though I had seen the data mine a couple days before playing um, Scarlet and Violet, even though I had seen the Pokemon, um, just playing through it without official dex uh, descriptions, official art, um, official names, playing through the game and discovering, oh, there's Belly Bolt's pre-evolution, right? Or even like, you know, like Spideops, or not Spideops, uh, uh, Tarantula, right? Seeing that My in the boy. world, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Even though we knew there was a spider um, and I did see what it looks like, the fact that I'm discovering what its name is for the first time in-game, and there's so many Pokemon to discover the, for the first time. And I think these Pokemon look so great in Scarlet and Violet. The, the Gen 9 textures are, are huge step up. Um, oh my gosh. Huge yeah. plus. Like the best we've ever seen in the, in, in the series. Um, and I think uh, I, I think I almost appreciate how little they showed us because of that. So there, yeah. there's, I, I do have some conflicting opinions. I think they could have showed us a little bit more, but I do like how they saved so much in Close to the Chest. I was like, oh, they're going to show us the Tauros. They're going to show us the Paradox. They're going to show the stuff off, right, to get the sales. They must have been so confident that this is their chance to not tell us everything because all they need to know, all that we need to know, is that this is an open world Pokemon game and they, we're going to buy it because of that. And that's, I think that's, it's funny that seems that you, that's what happened. I think it's funny that you, who is like, you know, you do a lot of leaks on your channel. It's so for that style of marketing. Like, you know, most leaks people are like, no, I want it all right now. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's fun to cover because, again, it's like we don't know everything about the game, right? Lumi, you and I were like able to make so many videos just being like, well, we heard that there's a flamingo, but what is the flamingo going to look like? Uh, right. You know, what, what makes it fighting? What makes he's it my flying? friend. Yeah, he's I'm my amigo, him. right? Is he going to be an amigo? <laughs> like, who knows? Um, and like, because we knew, but we didn't actually know, I think that like it, it's almost more fun. It's like it's like you go, this exists, but I'm not gonna tell you exactly what it is. It's like Gosh. ah, I want to know what it is. I I really wish I knew its name beforehand because I would have done some really fun little friend riddles. Like Jesus, <laughs> yes, school, yeah. absolutely. You think this flamingo will be friend or foe? Yeah, yeah. trainers. Good stuff. Are you ready to make a new? friend amigo <laughs> <laughs> i bet i would probably have said the exact word nobody would have ever got it no right um, no because it's so went so obvious no one does yeah it's a genius name i do think that's a like really good uh guess segue though on the textures thing dusty that you mentioned like the textures looking so good i'm in agreement and soul by the way you were saying yes i am assuming you're in agreement that those mm -hmm. textures are amazing but that's Definitely. one thing that I've seen, like, with fan reception is that there are the people who are like, yes, these are amazing. I want to see scales on Surviper. I want to see the fur on Flareon. Uh, but there are some people who prefer it to look like the anime style where, you know, you, you don't see the textures. And I think that at least is a, a point of should they do some games where it's like that and some games where it's not? Or do we want them to take this and build off this for future games? I That's an interesting answer. point. Yeah, I, I'll just say that, like, I think what they did now is fine. Like, it's good, but I, I don't want them to go too realistic at all. Like, Absolutely. I don't want to wants... be Detective Pikachu. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants that. <laughs> movie, and, that is. Mm-hmm. Everyone. there's a lot holds... of, like, there's a lot of pokemon models that were ruined when they switched over to 3d because you weren't able to actually see really what they were right like they, they didn't translate well to 3d and 
and this game allows you to see the differences in textures. Um, things like Lucario, right? Lucario looks like a plastic doll, but in reality, it's like got fur because it's based on a dog. But it also has like sharp metal parts. So that I'm sorry to interrupt you, Soul, but like I, I think no, that's okay. the biggest thing for me. That's that's what gets me excited about this specific art style. Just like the the, the dynamic textures to actually see what parts of the body should be hard what should be you know soft what should be fleshy what's what's metal um i don't know i can only agree i mean it's it's the progression of pokemon i think i don't know if there's people that really disliked it because i think that it's just subtle enough and well done enough to be like this is good (laughs) you know this is this is good if they go like a step too far, like I said, that won't be good. I, I think that everyone I, holds the standard of Pokemon Snap, the new Pokemon Snap, too. Yes, that's They're exactly just like, what it reminded me of, right? Yeah, everyone's just like, that's what we want. Keep going with that. And it's true. We still we want Pokemon to still be like cartoon anime looking. We don't want everyone to become real, really. Because <laughs> if not, then we'll just have animals that look yeah, Some different. of them be horrifying real, too. I, mean, yeah. I don't want to see a real Gengar, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like invisible. Bro, Loudred. There's there's a ton that just would <laughs> uh, not look good. A Ranunculus? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so yeah, straight no, up embryo. So I, mean, I, I think I think one of my dream projects, which started out just kind of like a fun idea, but I, I'm starting to think like maybe it actually is I don't know, it could actually happen. Maybe in the next five to ten years. I don't really know. But but one of my dream projects is to see um a new region in HD 2D. Like, I don't know what you... I, I've mentioned this many times, and part of me feels like, okay, they would want to return to this at some point, specifically because, like, this, like that was the foundation of Pokemon for 10 years. Um, more 15 years, I think. And then... Um, but then also, like, I, they want, I, I want... I want every Pokemon game in a generation to, like, try something new. Right, and we saw we started seeing that deviation in Generation Eight, and I think Generation Nine. There's even more opportunity for that, especially if there's if especially if they're going to, um, you know, prolong the generation out four years, right? Like, and 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 we've seen that they've been playing around with outsourcing to other, you know, what are they called? Just other companies. Um, right. you know, Ilka made Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. For all its problems, we still got a a a, a new version of the Sinnoh region in that way, um, which allowed Game Freak to then make Pokemon Legends Arceus. So I would, you know, yeah. Ilka what also makes Home, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't Ilka work on Home? They did, yeah. Yep. Because yeah, they made a game that couldn't even connect to. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, I, th- I think I like the idea of, it's like, I think the problems that Pokemon started to have was that every generation had to be a further and further progression and had to constantly advance in technology. Um, and there's, it's like, I don't think Pokemon's like that necessarily. Most games don't yeah. need to do that at the core. I don't think need, Pokemon does. I think they're just kind of putting that on themselves. Cause like for me, like, no, I think fans are putting that on them. Really? I, yeah. cause okay. not me. Well then maybe I'm running <laughs> not in. you. Well, no, I, I am definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> not me I, but fans other people <laughs> i'm in the boat of like i you know i'd be fine with the next game looking like this with you know maybe the graphical touch-ups of yeah. like you know the frame rates being better and you know the walls not 
kind of morphing as I'm walking towards yeah. them, you know? Yeah. But, yes. but like the, the, the art style and the base <laughs> graphics, I'm I'm fine with that. Like I I would do this here on out. But I will say I said that about like X and Y too. I could have done the X and Y style from then on out. And now that yeah. I have this style, it's like, no, I don't want the X and Y style. I want this style. So yeah. I well for, maybe for a long time there. this open world didn't feel like it would ever happen for Pokemon. For a long time, you know, the creators of Pokemon were very, very adamant that Pokemon was a handhold, a hand, a handheld console ga- or a right. handheld game. Period. That we would never get it on console, um, and so that's obviously changed. Open world. Now we see that that's actually possible. I think that's cool. So I think to your point, Lumi, I think like the magic of remakes were that we could just kind of like settle and live in the new engine but from a new perspective of an older region, something familiar, right? That's always the, what a remake should do. I think BDSP failed in that way because it didn't really like give us a new perspective of Sinnoh. Legends obviously fixed that. Pokemon Legends Arceus did give us a new perspective and not only the engine, but also the like literally the point in time that we were in. Um, I think Scarlet and Violet is all about time, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's obviously the thing, right? Past, future, it's, that's, the whole, that's the whole theme of the game. Um, but you know, and it gets me thinking like, what are, what could remakes look like in this game? We could get a remake in the gen nine engine, but then it's like, okay, well, what if they go back in time and they go, okay, well, let's give them (laughs) like, okay, I don't want to do any spoilers for soul, but like, uh, I don't know. Anyways, let's say like they go back in time and they give us like Kalos. This is just off the top of my head. Kalos in a in a 2D format, right? And it looks like a better version of Black and White uh, 2, right? Um, yeah. It's, or, you know, or, I, and, or Kanto looking like Legends Arceus or Johto looking like Legends Arceus, right? I'm more for that. I want – when them when they revisit regions, like the thing I was most excited about for Sinnoh remakes when we thought Sinnoh remakes would be right around the corner in 2021 – I was excited to see the Sinnoh region, the region that I love, the one that, like, it's not my favorite region, but it is kind of where, uh, I would say it was, like, the most developmental region for me and my love with Pokemon. Like, that was kind of where I was really getting into the franchise and just really falling in love with it. And so it's very nostalgic for me, but I was excited to see it again in the Sword and Shield style. And so that's that's kind of me. Like when they do Univer remakes, I want to see the Univer region in the style of, you know, it doesn't have to be open world, but in the like art style and graphical style of Scarlet and Violet. No, yeah, I I no I agree with that. I think my main point with the two with like if you make a an HD two D game, right? I want to emphasize that it's going to be HD. There's plenty of those indie games in that style, right? Uh, the the main benefit of that is that. You don't need to, like, you have to make the game look good, obviously, right? And there is a level of, like, art and quality there. I don't want to downplay, like, the talent it takes to make those kind of games. But because of the limitations, the graphical, not the graphical. I I don't know. I'm sorry. Whoever's listening and saying, like, you don't know what you're talking about, I don't. Um, (laughs) None of us do. (laughs) so So, like, we got an open world Pokemon game, right? It's huge in scope. It's very ambitious. But they don't have enough time. And there's so many glaring problems, right? I feel like if if Game Freak ma- goes back and makes a 2D game of a region that we only know about in 3D, what they can do is everything's scaled down visually and they can give us more post-game. 
They can give us more secret locations, right? See, um, I would not like that. I would because so me cool. it feels like a downgrade for like it, if they it's did not a Kalos. It's a, if they did Kalos in like a black and white style, even if it's HD, sure. I would be furious. I would be like, no, what? this isn't my Kalos. What? I, I want to so see cool. it in the new style. No, because you're no. I feel okay. like see, I'm in the though. minority. Yeah, with that. Well, but... maybe I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would agree with you as well. I Let just us think know in that... the comics where you stand on those guys. Yeah, definitely. I think that we. I don't want to see that until Gen Six, until Kalos, because Kalos was the first swap to 3D. So, mm. like, so if we're talking about making Gen Five remakes next, I don't think it should be in a HD sprite format because we already had like literally the best uh sprite artwork for gen 5 it's yeah. like it would just be like a black and white three like yeah. literally a black and white three <laughs> um which is cool i would love it but at the same time it's not really what fans want for a remake um yeah. it i feel like the swap to 3d is a good time to go back to 2d yeah um, so like kalos would make a lot of sense uh, i i agree though that it, you could make a kalos that looks like hd open world and that would be pretty cool too it's it's kind of like they can do whatever i feel like almost they should just do it like on a a random region they've already done before like yeah maybe hoenn is the best i mean they just randomly did Sinnoh, you know like yeah i feel like hoenn is the best maybe because we've already got a remake of it and i mean right yeah i know know you're saying yeah i I also think that like just because it's 2d it's not going to be it's not like you're playing uh, you know, it's not like you're playing Gen 5. You're actually playing a Generation 9 or a Generation 10 game in 2D. So it's going to be, like, I don't think I don't think the character is... It, it'll play more like a Zelda game, right? It, right. Like, the, the two, like, it's 2D, but you're not. It, there won't be a grid-based system. You'll be able to move around freely. You can move all over the place. Um, I, I feel like it will be a lot... It'll actually feel like a console game. And then also, we haven't even discussed this, but, like, then just imagine getting, like, moving sprites for generation six and like in in seven and eight and nine pokemon but like as official sprites that is so cool to me and i feel like that's something that like i don't even think they i don't even think that that doesn't even seem that outlandish i feel like that is literally the foundation of the company gen 10 does feel like a good time to do that and it's just so funny i would hate this because see my like (laughs) you know if if johto's do next because like we say unova but you know, if you next. look at the pattern, Johto should be next. The last time we saw Johto, it looked like Heart Gold Soul Silver. So it was that 2D style. Yes. Okay. Then we need it in this 3D style. Then next we'd have Unova. Same thing. You know, it was 2D style. So we need it in the 3D style. And then next would be Kalos. But now we're talking about Gen 11, would be when this yeah. is. So we're in like, we're in the 2030s, are we not? And so. Mm-hmm. My whole thought process is my kids going to high school. How different, right? <laughs> how different will the games look then? Because then Kalos is going to, at that point, look so outdated that yeah, I'm not going to want to revert it to the red and blue or black and white, even HD style. I'm going to want to bring it to whatever the Gen 11 style is. Yeah, I think actually be Gen 12 because it will be Hoenn after Unova. Or no, it will be Kalos then Hoenn. My bad. So this is so uh, this is you see this like uh, and I, I perpetuate this as well. But this like type of thing where it's like it has to be this, then it has to be this, then it has to be this. That's the kind of like 
exponential uh, like like exponential pressure that I feel like Game Freak is under and it's not like I feel like at a point they don't need to just keep making something that's like graphically better and better. I do think Scarlet and Violet has problems and they they got to fix that. Like it's not actually where it needs to be. Scarlet and Violet should have been what Sword and Shield was, but it's not even that. Like it's a fun game, but like they got to fix like it's for some people it's like unplayable. Anyways, um, right. So I I really think uh I think what needs to happen is rather than just continuing this like pattern of like then this then this then this I think what they could do is say this and this like this like okay we'll we'll give you a remake but then here's something else that's experimental just like we got BDSP and Legends of Arceus in the would same be two months for that so like it, I, let's say Kalos like happens yeah so let's say Kalos happens in whatever whatever year um, let's just say Kalos happens in the next four years right. They they would give us a two a, a two D Kalos region right where they expand and maybe it takes maybe it's like that's the game that's in the past right you know how Legends was in the past but it was the three D game what if right. this one is in the past and that's it's the two D game because it's you know it's old school so like there's a whole theme there and we get to experience Kalos before the Great Weapon or something see and now then, I feel like you deprived me of a Legends Kalos though. I want no, to know no, 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 no. <laughs> but but what I would say is oh. like let, let just because we have one Legends game in the past, the character travels through space and time and time and time. So it could be a Legends style. Then we also get a, a Legends Kalos in the future. Let's say right um, or whatever it might be. I'm just I trying to that. say I like want a Legends Kalos in the past. Like I don't think <laughs> I, I think I think what BDSP, what lat what 2020 did with with getting two remakes of Sinnoh. I think that totally opens the door for more experimentation, right? Where maybe if we get Legends Johto, then they also go, well, it's been seven years since Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, so let's give them, let's give them a, you know, a Kanto DLC in Gen 9. I don't know. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like I want them to not move linear, linearly. I want them to make a game over here and then a game in this style and then a game in this style. And that kind of paces themselves. That allows like, the guess... main team to actually perfect the the main like the main generation, the main series, whatever you want to call it. I guess I just feel a little burned because like they kind of did that this time around, and we got legends from it. And for that, I am so happy because Legends is a phenomenal game yeah. with phenomenal scenery, phenomenal Pokemon, new and like old the way they look. Loved it. But we also got Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, which to me, it's genuinely one of the worst Pokemon games ever made. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's like, it it's like Finizen. It's like, why does this exist? It doesn't look <laughs> right. better yeah, than it's what like, its it, predecessor it, does. Yeah, it's it's, so it's like Finizen in the sense that it's not at all because Finizen is amazing and I will not take the slander. Wait, but wait. So <laughs> so let's just say original Diamond and Pearl is Finizen. Then it evolves into BDSP, which is Palafin, and then Legends Platinum. Arceus. Oh, okay. Legends is Legends the Arceus is the hero. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. All right, look, even I can't argue with that analogy. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. That's, that's really yeah. good. That's, someone make that a Twitter meme. And then Platinum's Kyogre, where it's just a better mon. <laughs> yeah. Platinum, yeah, right. yeah, Platinum is Kyogre. It's what it should have always been. Yeah. Where's, where's Tapu Finney in this? Oh, Lord. It's, it's a swordfish, man. It's not a dolphin. It definitely yeah, top, is a top swordfish. Top is like Pokemon Ranger. I don't know how people <laughs> ever got a dolphin out of that thing because it's a swordfish. Right, <laughs> right. It really it's is. It's actually not even that. It's like a weird mermaid that's living in the corpse of a swordfish. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> this is true. 
last point on all theory. of this like, yeah last point on all of this is just that like the the possibilities are endless for them in the future and like they i don't totally agree with you dusty like they break the mold every single time that's a reference deal with it but like they just yeah yeah they like go out of their way to just be like oh you think that johto's next yeah right we're not gonna do that we're gonna do something completely different i don't think people think johto's next everyone always tells me you know next next. but johto is next (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll see either way we'll see we'll see it could be callous yeah i just don't think that they're they're gonna do a whole bunch of stuff and the possibilities are endless like they're gonna change up all kinds of stuff on us um, so i guess before we move into like the viewer questions that i think we were gonna read yeah, i will say fun. viewers you need to let us know what you think on this do you would you want a return to like hd style of 2d games for like regions that we haven't seen in that regard or would you want the games to keep progressing graphically and actually look good yeah. and we can do like a whole bigger episode on this as well because yeah. Oh, yeah. there's so many we'll thoughts to. we'll have yeah, to. there's so many thoughts also let us know Johto or unova next well, oh that, my gosh. so that's the thing i i guess i want to just bring up i just want to get out of my head what i'm thinking right now like um this isn't even post game but like you see on the map in game in the in the like on the Rotom phone and the map, you can see there's a blurred out area. Um, in Scarlet where, and Violet. Yeah, in in <laughs> Scarlet and Violet, where, where we assume Kalos would be, it's blurred out the same way Area Zero is blurred out. However, you know, we can go to Area Zero. Spoilers for my next tweets. Yeah, you yeah. So then I guess- <laughs> You're on Soul's Twitter. <laughs> I, really yeah. don't, I really don't want to spoil you, Soul, but like, I mean, I don't know, like- I'm Spoiling Soul? How does that work? I don't know. I don't want to spoil you. You have, you have to finish the game. Do you know what happened? I know, I know. I know I don't know, like, the details, but I know, like, the general ideas of the whole game. Can, can, you, can you just say what you know about the end, like, the big, big thing, so I can just reference it? with a I do conscience? not know the big, big thing. Nope, nothing. Okay, okay. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So, I guess what I'm thinking is, like, you know, we talk about, like, what game's going to be next. If they're actually going to – if they're actually going to do a big upset and, and, and change what we think, I, I was telling Lumi, I'm like, what if we get a game – this could actually be a spoiler. <laughs> Let me say mine first. Here we go. Yeah. It's going to be a Legends Unova, but in the future. See, that'd be cool. I have been thinking, like, like, very while I play this game, I, I've been thinking about Unova, and I'm like, there are just as many Pokemon in Unova. Like, there, there's, I feel like that'd be a great region, and it would be good for open world. I think Unova would be good for open world. Yeah. It's so, cool. It's cool to think about. I, yeah, you guys I can guess, do a separate podcast on it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we do that. Yeah, let's do let's do that. I got We're so many ideas. Yeah. I got so many ideas. Um, there you go. I, I don't want to spoil it though. Um, Dude, I'm gonna get spoiled eventually. Like, there's no way that I keep up with everyone else. Like everyone's story. Yeah, right right, no, going. no. It's just, oh yeah, it's just how it goes. That's why I I don't care about leaks because I play the game at my own pace. So I everyone ends up knowing everything anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like trying to hold out a little bit. It's only been a week and a half. All right, Lumi and I will do. We'll record an episode later today. That'd be fun. Yeah, definitely right. fun. So going we got. Back, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, going back to our original point, and and that's it. And then we'll go on to discussion questions. Just the whole like three days, ten million copies. I think that it's the biggest record. Like, in yeah, it's it's. it's I think. Ridiculous. Oh, dude, I posted a tweet about it. And they said that it's not even Nintendo. It's like the game in history on a single console. So like really? not like 
Yeah, not all of the consoles. Like, that was a multiple release. I forget what it's called. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just yeah. was on the Switch and that's it. But it's the highest grossing, or not grossing. Of, all, of all video games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Wow. I, yeah, so, the, the quote right here is the highest global sales level for any software on any Nintendo platform. Um, yeah. So that's I think I think it's on any single platform, even. That's what I read. Maybe. Yeah, so... Dude, what's crazy is it's going to sell... I mean, literally, like, just watch this thing. It's going to have a huge bump from the holidays. It's going to have a huge bump just throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to give us when DLC. Gets, yeah, when it gets DLC, it'll get a bump from that. I think the biggest thing they have to deal with is the bugs and the issues. Because if they fix it, if they just patch it, like, in the next month... The people will like almost forget about it. The people that haven't yeah, played it yet will. will just yeah. do that and it'll be a great game and they won't have to deal with the backlash from it because it, going back to your original question, like the biggest thing for Gen 10 is them dealing with this. Like, will they get as many sales because people know what they're going to get now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Anyway, jeez, man. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, like Sol said, like we we would love to hear you guys and your opinions in the comments. Uh, speaking of comments, we're gonna read a couple comments from the last two episodes that we put out. So, this question is from Alexander. Uh, quick question: Am I the only one who sees Bramblegast as a Delmise? Does look no. similar. It does. <laughs> we look all similar. think so. I think because it's. Uh, so you know what's funny? I never thought time. about that. Pull that comment. Yeah. Really. No, I never, like, I mean, I haven't been paying much attention to that specific Pokemon. For shame. Like, once you said that, like, just, it popped into my head, Delmize, and it just zoomed in on the anchor, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a Bramblin. Can I just say that I adore this line, and I've seen so much hate for it being a very redundant, and it is redundant line, but I, I love both of them. Cool. I think yeah. it's cool. To me, it's like, and it's funny because it's the same type, it's like a... a the Gorgeist and Trevenant line, like, I was not crazy about them when they were released, but, like, I thought they're objectively cool Pokemon. They're cool. There's a lot of, like, in the last three, uh, maybe six years, they've given given us so many grass ghost Pokemon, and this is one of my favorite for, for whatever reason. I think I like to, I think I tend to like Pokemon that are very simple in concept, right? It's literally just, right. you know, a tumbleweed with yeah. a soul. Like, I, I that's, that's nice. Bramble is cute, and then it evolves into this thing that's like creepy but cool. It's like very Halloween. I'm not really it's like one of those smart. people. Yeah, it's got a whole mouth with teeth to me. Like if you look at it from a specific direction, it's got like straight up yeah. teeth, and it's amazing. It's I love very it. Very Halloweenish. They should have revealed that instead of Grievard. How are they going to? I totally how, agree. How are they gonna like make a plushie out of this thing? I don't know, but I will love it. <laughs> oh man that's a great point right because like most well at I, some point because there'll be like a what is it uh sitting cuties of them that's what i'm saying yeah in 2043 right <laughs> right we're gonna like, we're gonna do we'll like 2043 and 2043 we're gonna do a review episode on the yeah. bramblin and bramble gas go ahead hit the bell for notifications, hit the bell for notifications. <laughs> dude yeah. by then we'll have a whole new like material to make plushies with so yeah I, it'll work. It will actually be a real bramble gas. <laughs> <laughs> it will feel like grass. <laughs> yeah. It will steal your soul. Oh no. <laughs> 
So our the next comment uh, is by Desdar100. I'm conflicted because the more I play Scarlet and Violet, the more I genuinely do like these a lot. Um, the big issue though is that the Pokemon's weight is starting to cr- a Pokemon's weight is starting to crumble on all those involved, and it's not only showing with Game Freak but also the anime. There's a couple different points here. I'm gonna c- keep reading. Uh, uh, they're, uh, them constantly following this rigid structure is only going to get worse and worse the more their games begin to expand. It's not healthy for anybody, and I do feel those who mindlessly consume these products, he's talking about me, uh, are only just us. there because they're they're addicted to the brand and don't really care about the environment in which the games are releasing and is becoming complacent. Um, very isn't harsh. that what a fan is, though? Yes, kind of. exactly, exactly. I am I, addicted to these games. I will 100% admit that. I don't think, like, are, are they saying, like, they don't care about the environment in which this game, so, like, are they implying that uh, perhaps it is they're being too hard on the game developers? I think I that's think what maybe. they're, yeah, that, that's, that does sound like what they're referring to. Right. Um, I have because, easy because they're saying that they, that. yeah. It's really just that they have multiple teams, so it's not, right. they're, they're good. They're really That's not something struggling. they've explained too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, and, and also, I mean, look, 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 look. I think, I think it is harsh to assume that the highest-grossing media franchise in the world <laughs> is not, you know, like our like slave. They're slave workers, there, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> no way. They're freaking rich. I mean, it's, they're doing whatever it's a, they want. It's a multi-million-dollar company that is. Under a multi-million-dollar company, they're they're being treated, you know, they're they're being treated fairly. Yep. Yeah, probably. I and I, for... and I think whatever else you know we have to say about this, we probably already said in the episode. Mm-hmm. Right. It's true. I mean, and and look, if it comes out that you know Game Freak is like whipping their workers, then I will be the first to say, hey, I don't think that's good. Yes. So then, <laughs> they did have whips and lollipops in Gen One. In the That's general true. sprite, you know what? Uh, That's a good point. <laughs> so, yeah. And knows? now those guys are in charge. So, guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And now we have another question by BRX uh, Authentic. Personally, I'm glad there is no scaling. I explored until I needed badges, so I knew I could take on the easier gyms. But when I wanted a challenge, I went to face a harder gym way before I should have. It gives me freedom of choice, and I don't know how easy or hard it will be, whether I will lose or win. Uh, yeah. Instead of constantly um, equal, instead of a constantly equal challenge. So what, what do you guys think about this? We talked about this a little bit on our first episode. I, I do wish that there was scaling in the games. Like, I would have preferred scaling. I don't think that should be uh like equal to your level like i think it would be nice if like say i have a you know level 20 charmeleon it scales and actually does like the gym will be his ace will be two levels above my highest pokemon so it will be a level 22 you know star raptor or star avia i guess it would be in that stage but i do think that that's a fair point you know i i think that some people definitely there are others that will agree with them my whole thing with scaling was just I would have preferred it that way. I did make peace with it, though. It was like, oh, man, that sucks. Okay, yeah. you know. I have a lot of thoughts on it. I, yeah. I'll i just say it really quick, but, like, I didn't care about it that much going into the game, but just, like, actually playing the game, it kind of sucks. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, so you're the reverse of me. Yeah, I played I, the I game swap. with it. I swap huh. because I I feel like it takes away from. I get. Let me start over. It. I get like it makes it more. You choose what you want to do, and that's what they were going for, and I like that. But it takes away from like the whole bonding experience with your team, or yeah. and this is something that Legends did too, which I I think it, they did it better in Legends actually, but like. I've been just swapping Pokemon out because I don't want them yep. to get over leveled. I'm just yep. like constantly swapping and I have no Absolutely. team really. I have no team. They're just a big mix of whatever. They they have no just like, oh yeah, I like this Pokemon. It's going I gotta level it up to get to evolve it so I can get it in the decks. And that's it. No, I think that's a fair point because like, you know, I didn't have that experience, but I used I talked about this before. I, I rotated twelve Pokemon. So mm-hmm. I never got over leveled. Because I wasn't using a team of six. So that is a really good point. I planned two teams and I can't do it because, first of all, I didn't get like the other members of the second team yet, like their later game, I guess. I didn't like go out there to try to find them either because their levels are too high anyway. So I, I just, I ended up with like three teams, like a whole bunch of Pokemon. Yeah. So, so I, I feel like the open, war, the, 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 what, what do you want to call it? Like, I don't know, like scaling. The, yeah, this, the the non-scaling. What that does is it does give players an initial choice, but with every choice, right, there's a consequence. If you go down, so Ooh, I was watching, beautiful. you know, my friend Umbreon Libris, he's a creator. Uh, he's been playing through Scarlet and Violet totally blind, and he, you know, based on the marketing, right, he he did all of the Titans, right? So he, he went, he did the five, or what is it, five, six Titans, and then decided, oh, let me go, you know, let me go battle Arvin because that's that's the final thing you have to do after, at the end. And um, and he got totally destroyed because he's not actually at the end of the game. And then he went to go battle the first gym, and he was like thirty levels higher than the first gym, right? So this whole thing of like you can do anything in any order, it's true, you can do anything in any order. But once you want to go do the other things, right? Because we're all completionists, you're gonna want to do everything in the game. Actually, you yeah. have to in order to get to the end of the game. You're, it's not as fun. It, the only fun part is going to be that first, that first, uh, you know, that first path that you follow. Or if you mm-hmm. try to do everything in order, I'm sorry. If you try to do everything all at once and slowly progress, then again, there's really no, there's really no, you know, choice there. You're really just doing it all at once. Right. My I'm basically following that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My experience was that I pretty much did not pay attention to anything. And I just kind of like went, you know, just I, I, I just followed wherever it was most fun to travel throughout Paldea. And I got to a point halfway through where I was like, I'm over leveled and nothing is difficult. And I was having a really boring time. And when we recorded the last two episodes, I was like at the point where I was like, this isn't really fun anymore. I'm just it feels like sword and shield. I'm steamrolling everything. And I think this might be a me problem because uh, I'm kind of doing what Soul is doing, where I'm like, there's all these Pokemon I want to use. Let me just keep switching them out. And I didn't really get too attached to a lot of my Pokemon until post game. Um, but I, you know, I will assure I you that the at, at the end of the game, things got really difficult, and I bonded with my team at that that's point. That's true. And that's now I'm good. loving it. And now I'm loving post-game it. Post game is difficult. I would agree with that. I don't think it's a you problem. I think it's a level scaling problem. Okay. <laughs> I. I I think they can do level scaling and it still be you choose what you want to do. Like, so what if you, you go to a gym and it's 
scales to your level. You can go to whichever gym you want still. So. Yeah. And maybe you know? that's a setting they establish. I think I think literally the solution is if you have five badges, everything gets like a, a 10 level boost or something. Like all of the enemies get like a 10 level booster. Whatever would make it, uh, you know, so when you go back to challenges that you, the earlier challenges that you haven't done yet, um, they actually feel a little bit more substantial. Um, I guess another issue that maybe we're not considering is that that could mess up level scaling uh, or, or I, I guess experience, uh, you know, experience yield or something. But I don't even think that's a problem because you can get so many rare candies uh, throughout the game doing raids. So that shouldn't mm -hmm. be an issue, I don't think, either. I mean, I guess it's just that is kind of limiting to, one, the people who you know, don't want to do raids. Some people just want to play through the game. And then I've done two, one raid. <laughs> they're a lot of fun. Right. They're so easy but, to do. Yeah, I, I, of... and they're so much better than Sword and Shield. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. They're, raids. they're quick. Another thing, too, is especially this time around, raids are tough. Like, they're yeah. tougher than the Sword and Shield ones. I don't know that you could complete it if you're not completing it online. And then, you know, an online membership is paid, so not everybody has access to that. If you're, like, a seven-year-old kid who does not have access to, you know, his parents won't buy him the online membership because, you know, they're weary of their kid going online and all. And then also you're seven years old and you're the only one of your friends who plays Pokemon. You know, you you kind of don't really have the raid option. I mean, you could do, like, the one, two, three-star raids. You can't do a four- or five-star raid. Yeah. At least at the beginning. Yeah. There's only one more thing I got to say about it, and that's, like, I don't know why they... I know why they tied the HMs, let's call them, to to the Titans, but I feel like it mixes it up too much where, like, you, you kind of... I don't know. The whole level scaling with the Titans and the... The abilities you get for Coridon and Maridon is weird to me. Yeah, because well. because it, yes. it encourages you. So that's why my that's why Umbreon Libris did all the Titans first. And that's right. I I actually after doing a couple gyms, I was like, oh, I need more traversal op options. Let me just do all of the Titans real quick. Yeah, it's a, it's a very under. It's like a little secret in there that really didn't work out the mechanic itself it's yeah just and if you weird. and if you don't do gyms then you don't get any ultra balls you don't you don't get any like additional things like that you know it, yeah. it'll block off your ability since, to capture like higher you know higher level pokemon since mm -hmm. they resorted them all to badges like a titan will give you a badge starfall street will give you a badge gym will give you a badge you know it's all badges they should yes. have just changed it to you know three badges boom now your Coridon can surf too exactly know? That's four badges, idea. you now have Ultra Balls. doesn't matter if it was four all from Starfall Street or if it was two from Gems, one from Titan, one from Starfall Street, just four badges. Yeah. I think, I, I yeah. guess, like, in their defense, they probably wanted to differentiate um, the rewards for each of the different it did, yeah. right? And Which I is cool. That, that was a dumb yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah, it works thematically, plan, but maybe it's bad not the best execution. in practice. Well, and I, okay. I guess I can kind of give it to them because, like, with the Titans thing, you know, there's so you beating a Titan, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. then there's a story element to why they get a new mode. You know, it's because your Pokemon was damaged right, right, and they right. eat the Herba Mystica. So they're, I guess, that's the logic behind why they locked the, uh, um, you know, the ride features to the Titan uh, victories. Again, it's like great idea, poor execution. I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Uh, that's it. Uh, do you guys oh, have yeah. anything else you cool. want to say? Cool. Um, I um, mean, just again to drop in the comments, Jodo or Unova next, and also <laughs> give us your thoughts on the whole two HD versus just 
you know, doing it in the style of whatever that gen first game was, uh, debacle. Yeah. I and how do you feel? Really cool conversations uh, to do yeah. later on. Definitely. Mm, yeah. I'm excited to read those comments and go through those. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us for the third episode zero of Hidden Power. Uh, yeah, like, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, um, give us a rating. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys very soon. Peace out. Hit the bell for Peace. that Bramblin' episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>